Okay, we're back. Hello, hello. Everything Else Podcast. Everything Else is Everything Else. Mm-hmm. Episode 17, Take Two. <laughs> yeah, Take Two. Jessica didn't turn her ringer off on her phone for Take One. You didn't even hear it the first time. Thankfully, we were only 10 seconds into recording. Yeah, so we didn't forget our lines or anything. But... Here we are. Here we are. We are back and we do apologize for the delay. We know we haven't done an episode since before our Christmas break. It's been a minute, yeah. So why did it take so long for us to get back into the groove of this podcast? (laughs) Well, I'll tell you. Kyle Gregory is the problem. Kyle Gregory. Blame him. No, there was just a... You know, when you get back from a two-week or a one-week-long vacation, you're exhausted and often need another break, Yes, uh, which is never a possibility for us because when we get back from holidays, it's straight back into work. work. And then it's work, work, work. And here we are a month and a half later, (laughs) and we're just doing our first show of 2024, which is halfway into February now? Today More is, than that. Today is the 18th. Oh, yep. Okay. We're past the halfway mark. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Before we get into episode 17, we would like to just briefly recap our holiday trip home. Briefly. 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 This, is, uh, this is history. This happened so long ago. Yeah. It's almost it's not even, even worth mentioning. <laughs> I was just going to say... We had some big events, though. Well, I do want to say, at least from the from the Malloy family Christmas, which um, was going to be the first time in a long time everybody was home for the holidays together. It was everything that personally I wanted it to be. Everybody mm-hmm. was there. Everybody was in good spirits, healthy. We were able to play lots of games with the nieces and nephews um you want to talk about the play well that's on my list oh it is that's on on my list list. we pulled off a really cool nativity play which was kind of our family gift for mom and dad or more specifically grandma and grandpa Mm -hmm. and that is all thanks to julia who created the script Chose the songs. Uh, well, Matthew played the songs on his guitar, which was really nice. She's so creative. <laughs> well, she had because she had a whole box full of costumes. She had everything. She had the scripts written out for us. She had the lyrics for for the carols written out for us. Yeah, and she had that sent to you way before Christmas was even. We were going. Yeah, we had you our were lines. Reviewing the the script before you left we had our lines in if not late november early december Mm -hmm. and i know that i know shanti priya specifically had hers memorized for quite a while and for her and she slayed during that during that play everyone did really well knew Um, she would knew they would i think by you have a talented family probably my favorite part of that whole christmas nativity play was that they asked Levi if he wanted any part of it, and he just said, nope. And he, he didn't participate. He just sat beside Grandma and Grandpa and watched everybody. That's so nice. 
They he, respected his no. He just sat he on the sideline. He didn't want to. He just yeah. wanted to watch, and he was better for everyone. Completely content. <laughs> completely content. Just doing that, and that was um, that was a Christmas that I'm sure, or a gift that I'm sure, mom and dad will remember for a long time. I'm really happy that it worked out the way that it did, and it was fun. I got some really cool photos mm-hmm. on my phone of everybody getting ready. All the little girls dressed up like angels and everyone was just one big happy family in that particular moment. And it was, it was really cool. Nice. I think there's some video footage somewhere. Somebody was in charge. I think Perry was in charge of cinematography. Oh, maybe. Um, But I don't believe I've... Of the full play? Yeah, I think so. I don't think I've seen any footage of it, but I think it's out there. I'll come around. I wonder if somebody is actively pursuing... (laughs) Sharing that with people. They're in post-production right now. Post-production, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But perhaps the greatest part of the Malloy family Christmas was you got to try Lime Velvet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and please tell the people yeah. how, how was Lime Velvet? How was your first taste of Lime Velvet? It wasn't bad. I could, I could get behind it for sure. I can't get behind it as it not being a dessert because it's mm. sweet. I, I don't see it as a, a main on the table, but I can I can swallow it. I can stomach it. It tasted really good. As a dessert, would you picture it as like just this is the dessert we're having or would it be bes- like alongside another dessert? I don't know. It's just something my mind couldn't even comprehend, but it to me, I don't like really sweet things. So for something sweet like that to be served with a meal is just hard for me to grasp that it would go with like a main meal. So if it was just a dessert, then it, it maybe it would go with like you serve it with pie or something. I don't know, but it was good. I could handle it. You know what's tough though? What? You only just tried the lime velvet yeah. by itself. You didn't actually I didn't, try. I didn't get you it didn't in ex- context. Didn't experience it with the turkey dinner. <laughs> no. And no. all the fixings. And maybe maybe do you serve cranberry sauce as well there with your turkey? There is cranberry sauce sometimes. Okay. See, we don't really do that with my family. It's it's all like a lot of savory items. We're not really a sweet people with our food. Yeah. You know? I can't comment on the cranberries because I wouldn't if they were on the table, I wouldn't put them on my plate. Yeah. Not a cranberry But you'd put guy. the lime velvet on your plate. Oh, yeah. See? Yeah, see, I oh, don't know. Yeah. In, in my head, that uh, it doesn't compute, but it was tasty for sure. And I think... Well, that's a start. Yeah, and I think maybe if I were to have it with the meals, I'm open to it. I can, okay. I can understand it in its entirety okay. when it is served alongside all the rest of Christmas dinner. We are establishing a trust then because that's <laughs> yeah. now jello cake, which yeah. you thought you wouldn't like, but you love. Well, I didn't like your explanation of it, so I had it pictured very differently in my head. And then there's <laughs> lime velvet, which you thought you wouldn't like, but you loved. Yes. Jello is on the list. I always like jello, and these are all jello items. So. The Malloys do Jello. <laughs> as long as it's not like one of those Jello cakes with like cut up hot dogs in it or something, you know, from like oh, the fifties yeah, no. or something crazy not, like that. That's not our jam. Yeah, no. Well, how about the Parisonati family Christmas in Windsor? You had your Christmas Eve party. 
Yeah, we had the Christmas Eve. So whenever I go home for the holidays, or just in general with my family, my aunt always does Christmas Eve. And that's a whole big family thing on her side. She'll do all the food and everything. And we all come eat, hang out, all the kids play, and then we go home. And then my mom gets ready for a Christmas dinner the next day because my mom does Christmas dinner. So, but that's like a that's like a Christmas lupper. It's uh, like an early dinner. Yeah, it's like two o'clock. So, or we eat around then. So by the time we are done, it's not you know eight o'clock at night and we're mm. vegged out. And so we finish early. But yeah, so we did that. So that was Christmas. My sister and Austin joined us for that, and we actually didn't even open gifts on Christmas. I think until later in the day. Or maybe it was the next day. No, my sister came back after we finished dinner and went and did stuff with Austin. And then they came back and then we opened up presents in the evening. We watched a nice classical movie, um, Leave the World Behind on Christmas. I don't know if you guys heard about that one on Netflix, but we watched that. Like very end of the world stuff, what would happen. Um, And then they came over and pretty much from then on Boxing Day was chill. I came to see you and the family on the 27th. 27th, yeah. Yeah. And so in the meantime, well, I want to say before that was kind of like prep for my dad's birthday because his birthday is on the 31st, but we celebrated it on the 30th. Mm -hmm. Had all of his friends over because he turned 70 this year. And that was a banger party. That was a big one. And you were there. Yeah. And so um, I was prepping for the charcuterie for that. So while I was with you at your parents' place and seeing family, I was like telling my mom things of like what to pick up for the party. Um, Yeah. And then we finished there and went, went to mine, had dad's birthday, and then... Away we go. Uh, no. <laughs> what? On New Year's Eve, we had a very special experience. Oh, yeah. We New went to see Eve. the lights. <laughs> yes, we the went Christmas to Christmas lights. We went to see the lights. Get a lot of photos there, and yeah. That was a nice kind of like chill evening before we had to fly away the next day. But we lots did. of... I, it was so much family, so many friends. Like It felt like such a whirlwind, and then it kind of was just like... Okay, we fly back today. Like it was, it was a long time visiting, but also kind of felt short. I don't know. It's always one of those weird things. You feel was... like you're in a weird limbo because you're not on your own schedule, but like you still have lots to do. It was highly efficient, though. It was highly like... efficient. I will say though, leading up to everything that we did, like even before Christmas, was pretty chill uh, for me at least because I was dealing with my my old lady back pain and I was just like I'm tired and I'm sore Mm. (laughs) everything hurts (laughs) Uh, so my mom was really good at providing a space where I didn't really have to do much but wake up have my coffee and choose what snacks I wanted to eat during the day (laughs) that's what Christmas is all about so it wasn't terrible at all well then so New Year's Eve we went to see the lights Mm -hmm. and just before we move on from this we should just mention our New Year's resolutions for 2024. Oh, yeah. You go first. I had to thought on mine. Mine is massive. Is I commit to using fewer exclamation marks when sending emails or text messages. So you're going to go down from four to two? Maybe I one? Don't know. 
I can't give you a percentage. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be a conscious effort to use less. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying I'm not going to use them because sometimes yeah. I'm pretty excited. I feel like you get trigger happy with that thumb and you're just like rapid well, fire on the exclamation yeah, points. It's like <laughs> one's not enough, so I got to put three or four. For your... <laughs> okay. It's I'm excited. It's a lot. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I won't do this. No, I will. I'm committed to doing this. You don't have to stop doing it. You well, can... people just, I use them so often, people probably just think I'm always extremely excited. Yeah, that's true. And then when they meet you in real life, they're like, he's not always like this. Yeah, I'm pretty He's quiet. not like how he presents in his emails or his texts. Well, yeah, you're so shy. You can't judge a man <laughs> by like... his texting and emailing. No, you can't. You cannot. So what's yours? That was your only one? For that's a pretty big one. Oh, that's a big one. Okay. Uh, my New Year's resolution. I would like to do more exploring on the island. I'd give myself a little more time to go see that stuff. On Vancouver Island? Mm-hmm. And with you or by myself. I don't know. We'll see how much time I've got. <laughs> but I'm, I want to try to do that by outsourcing things that I have for work to other people so I can free up some of my time. Mm-hmm. Because I'm in, what, year four now? And I've I've done the things for a while, and I think there are ways that I can be more efficient with my time, and if that means outsourcing and paying other people to do it, so be it, to free up some of my time, to be able to spend more time with you, friends, whatever, and like do whatever else and not always think about work. So Mm -hmm. that's my thanks. Plus, I always like going on adventures with you. We always have such a good time, so. Yeah, the island is, the island is fun. I've, I've sort of lost taste for bc ferries though if like i don't really want to go anywhere without a reservation now yeah so so that's fair that's i mean i don't think anybody especially in the summertime so we are going to celebrate jess dennis's wedding on the sunshine coast and dan on the weekend of july 19th 19th yeah okay that's in the summer and that's what's that four months away yeah I reserved our ferry for that weekend to the Sunshine Coast and back, and a lot of the sailings were already March booked up. May, yeah, you book it five months in advance. Five and, months yeah. in advance. And that's, How is you, that? can, you can book it, but that's not even to say that it'll go that day. It's, it's really like Vancouver Island is really nice. Bowen Island is nice. Sunshine mm-hmm. Coast is nice. Mm-hmm. But the ferries, BC ferries, is just a... Poorly run. It's private now. Poorly run private entity that does not, it underserves. Yes. Like what we need it to be. All we need it to be is it's like. Consistent. Well, it's basically, (laughs) it's just a bus or a bridge if you think about it. Yeah. And BC Ferries is trying to make it like a cruise ship. Yeah. With all these cool amenities and stuff. Yeah. But we don't need that. We just need to drive on. You take us over to the island and let us off. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all I need BC ferries to be. Yeah. But, well, we're I'm getting done. it. We're getting I'm... into a pretty big rant on BC ferries here. Yeah, you started it. Well, I didn't think we're going to start. <laughs> Anyways, sorry about that. I did not anticipate that going that way. Why are you apologizing? This is life on the West Coast. They all got to know. Yeah, it's not all uh, fairy tales and roses, and it's not all sunshine and mountains. <laughs> yeah, it's long lineups and horns honking and 
I hate this place. <laughs> Stop. No, you don't. <laughs> I hate it here. Okay, so okay, so who is Kyle? Kyle Gregory. If you haven't heard of Kyle Gregory, where have you been? That's the question. One of and I mean this in the most loving way possible. One of the boringest people on the planet. <laughs> That was nice. That's just a little joke that him and I have. Oh, okay. Kyle Gregory is one of my... He's a simple man. He's a simple man. He's <laughs> one of my best friends out West. We've been playing hockey together forever. We played volleyball together. We played soccer together. We played slow pitch together. We don't play any of those sports anymore, but we do mm-hmm. play hockey. Yeah. Uh, and he's just an all-around great guy and I've he was one of my first friends that I made when I moved out west and we have just continued to grow as friends over the years how did Um, you first meet him out here oh I was subbing for a sports team and he was on that sports team oh nice yeah so one thing about Kyle is he refuses to celebrate his own birthday Completely against it. Won't even acknowledge it when you bring it up in conversation. Last year, for his 39th birthday, I wanted to go to his place just to have a beer with him. And he refused my self-invitation. He actively said, I Didn't do he stop not, responding too? He said, I do not want you to come for my birthday. In fact, it would be nice if you didn't come and that would be my gift. Like, <laughs> okay. Well, we not to take that personally. <laughs> Anyways, That's so mean. fast forward a year. Now he's turning 40 and he wants to do this grandiose go to Mexico thing. Well, sorry, Kyle. We're not We're getting not everybody to, to go to Mexico. Okay. No. People are busy. And financials. Everybody that would have gone here have like kids and stuff. So it's like, are you bringing the kids? Are you trying to find a sitter? Yeah, it ends it's up being not, a big to-do. Just not in the cards. And so what I was prepared to do and what I did do mm-hmm. was plan a big surprise party for the big man. His birthday is on January the 19th. I planned a party for February the 3rd at a restaurant called The Devil's Elbow in downtown Vancouver, which is a place that he and I, especially him, really love. And when I was there with him last in december he said this would be a great spot for a private party Hmm. and so i immediately thought okay perfect spot for his party Mm -hmm. so i booked the room put the deposit down and i invited a bunch of people now everything worked out in the end people didn't really understand that like i took on planning this party like i'm just doing this this is what we're gonna do these are the dates. These are the options. Come if you can. <laughs> it wasn't, uh, It wasn't. Uh, hey, I want to do this party. What do you guys think we should do? You weren't open for adjustments. It was not up no. for debate. We mm-hmm. were having it at this restaurant. Yeah. And we were having it on either this day or that day. Very few options. It was a yes or no mm-hmm. yeah. kind of thing. Because that's how these things need to be planned. Yeah. You can't have can a group of 40 of people yeah. throwing out 40 different ideas, doing all these polls on our group chats. Yeah. That's not how it works when I'm organizing something. <laughs> no. This is what we're it doing. It gets cluttered. This is what we're doing. Let me know if you come, if you want to come. Mm-hmm. So we set the date 
we had a nice guest list of about 30, 35 people. Mm-hmm. And everything was awesome. Mm-hmm. On the actual birthday, <laughs> it was only going to be Jessica and I were going to go to Kyle and Vanessa's place for a little charcuterie spread and then go out for drinks. Yeah, uh, some and like dinner wa- and drinks. And... and one of his friends from Kelowna was going to fly in and surprise him. That was our big thing for his actual birthday because, again, he does <laughs> he not want celebrate his yeah. birthday. Well, out of nowhere, Kyle starts planning his own birthday <laughs> on his birthday. <laughs> on, and he's his, in, on his birthday. He's got, he wants us to go to a different restaurant than what he we wants, had already arranged. He wants us to invite guys from the hockey team. He wants work guys to come. He wants other sports guys to come. And I, and this is on top of the surprise party that he doesn't know about. Yeah. And so I've got two different group chats with two groups of people about the original surprise party. And now I'm texting these people saying, you know, Kyle's going to reach out and he's going to want to do something for his real birthday. Turn him down. I don't have the heart to tell you to say no, Mm -hmm. but just understand that this is in addition to his surprise party. His surprise party is still a thing. He doesn't know about it. So he's trying to do something for the first time ever, celebrate yes. his own party. Yes. Because he thinks nobody planned anything he, for him. Which he is thought perfect. nobody was going to be with him. He just didn't want to be alone. He wanted to celebrate with people. Which is perfect. He perfect, felt real bad. Perfect surprise. Yeah. So anyways, we ended up celebrating Kyle on his actual birthday. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, this is new information jessica also got vancouver canucks tickets as a gift from one of her clients yeah for the weekend after kyle's birthday after yeah which she gave to me to take kyle so the following weekend in january was kyle related yeah and then the next week the following weekend (laughs) was kyle's surprise party so yeah if you're wondering why we haven't been available on weekends to record this podcast it all comes down to to Kyle. kyle gregory yeah it was the never-ending 40th birthday. The never-ending 40th birthday. <laughs> For someone birthday. who didn't want to celebrate, we wouldn't stop celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say, though, that the surprise party that we planned, because you you helped me plan that as well. I should I should mention that. Uh, I don't know. It went yeah. off. It went off very well. Yeah. It you did a, a really good job planning that. It was that. a great surprise. It was a great group of people. But it was great. Everybody came that said they were coming. Everybody yeah. had a really good time. Yeah, it was really great. Yeah, and I know Kyle really appreciated it. Yeah. And um, it went off without a hitch, really. Mm-hmm. It was really successful. That was my first was ever spot. first ever surprise party I've ever yeah. planned. Look at you. Yep. Now you can do all of them for the rest of your days for everyone. I'm not against that, as long as they're <laughs> at the devil's elbow, because I love that place. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but if you're curious, Devil's Elbow on BD Street, if you want to look it up, you can look at pictures of the whiskey room. That's where we were. It was very, very up my alley. It's a very like exposed brick, leather couches. Heavy timbers. Wood. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wine barrels or whiskey barrels. And yeah. Yeah. Right up my alley. It was great. So I took the success of Kyle's birthday on February 3rd, and I applied that to Valentine's Day. 
So we just recently <laughs> celebrated Valentine's Day, and we hope that everyone listening felt love, so love. on yes. Valentine's Day. And yes, I get it. I don't need a special day to tell someone I love them, blah, blah, blah. Well, until <laughs> Valentine's Day is gone, which would be fine with me, side note. <laughs> until Valentine's Day is gone, it is what it is, and mm-hmm. it can be ignored, especially... Yeah. When you are in a loving relationship. Yeah. You can't not do something on Valentine's Day, no. fellas. But we always show each other we, we love each other all the time. I know we do. but like I all am the not, time. I'm not prepared to take the chance to, to not, not do, do anything for and Valentine's Day. And pull a Kyle. And, and then I'm like, you wrath. don't love me. <laughs> and feel the wrath. Even though the candies and the chocolates on February 15th are 50% off. I'd go for that. You know I love to say... You've got to get them for Valentine's Day. Yeah. So, I got us a special Valentine's Day treat this year of Jamaican <laughs> treat. Jamaican beef patties. Yes. Well, this is a spot that I've passed on my way to clients' house, clients' houses, and I'm going down the street, and it's the most random shop in yes. Vancouver. Like I want to say, I would have never in a million th- years thought that there was something for Jamaican patties specifically here, and then. I look as I'm passing by ICBC, and wouldn't you know, what's it called? The Patty Shop? The Patty House. The Patty House. And I was like, what is that? And it's like, Jamaican patties. And for us who have been to Jamaica and didn't... Who loved Jamaica. Who loved Jamaica, but didn't get a Jamaican patty until we were in the airport. Yep. I was like, we did something wrong here. But when you got them, you got beef and chicken. I got one medium spicy beef okay. and one chicken for each of us. Okay, which were very delicious. I would say they were on par with the ones in they Jamaica. Were good. They yep. were really good. They were yeah. as good as the Jamaican beef patty that we found in the airport. Montego Bay airport. <laughs> yeah, I would get them again. I would do them again, but I would want to do the spicy spice. Yes, you mm-hmm. can also buy frozen ones from this place. Yes, that is a good to- thing to know. Yeah, so... That was the surprise meal. And mm-hmm. then we went to the movies yeah. as a couple for the first, <laughs> for the time, first time ever. Yeah. After four and a half years of yeah. dating. Mm-hmm. Four years and five months of being madly in love with each other. <laughs> yeah. So I have VIP. to say, the movies <laughs> is has changed. They have changed a lot. There is a VIP option now at Cineplex. Yeah. Where you get, okay, first of all, you get like reclining chairs, mm-hmm. like fully reclining chairs. Yeah. They're big leather seats. They're like lazy boys. There are people, employees in the theater serving food and drinks yeah. during the movie, which I'm, I'm not on board with that so much. I'm more in it for the big leather seats. Yeah. I thought we were pretty cute because we just walk in with our pop and popcorn yeah, just, and we were good for the movie. Everyone's, everyone's, <laughs> everyone's like ordering drinks, the servers yeah. are coming by, like it was a bit much. Wine and cheesecake and all this kind of stuff yeah. and we just had a big old bag of popcorn. <laughs> I remember when I sat down, I was like, smells like Caesar salad. And you're like, the woman in front of us has a Caesar yeah. salad. 
I was like, mm, okay. And, and so that's... There's a restaurant. There was a restaurant outside of the... Like rest, a full-on yeah. restaurant outside restaurant of the theater, too. slash, like, lounge. lounge. Yeah. <laughs> there were people doing, like, business meetings there. Yeah. I was like, guys, do you know where you are? You're at Cineplex. You're at the movies. <laughs> You're at the movies. Yeah, they're at the movies. I right used now. to hang out here when I was a child. Yeah, like <laughs> There's an arcade around the corner. Yeah. It was interesting. So to keep the Jamaican theme going, the reason we went to the movies was to watch the, it's called One Love, the Bob Marley story. Yeah. And it was the story of Bob Marley's rise to fame. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think that, yeah, it was a story on why he did what he did, why he wrote his music and what was happening yeah, around I that didn't, time. I didn't realize that Bob Marley was such a highly politicized artist yeah. in a extremely hostile environment in Jamaica. Yeah. I didn't know that I didn't know that part of Jamaican history where yeah. in the seventies there was like, you know, just political unrest, downright civil war with mm-hmm. gang leaders fighting each other and it was yeah. wild. It gives it definitely gives well gave me a new appreciation for his music because when you think of Bob Marley you just think of the three songs that come to yeah. mind like you don't really know more about him other than what is just presented to you in popular mainstream so it was really good to understand him a little more beyond that and i didn't really know that he had to flee jamaica because his life was in danger yeah. for the songs that he was singing it was yeah. just a wild <clears throat> uh or a new perspective on bob marley bob marley being one of the biggest stars to come out of jamaica yeah um i don't know exactly how accurate the movie was but the movie Mm -hmm. was depicting the two the political leaders from each of the two opposing parties were both like these british sounding white guys it's like well there's your problem well you know i feel like that could be something we could look further look into and see who that who they were because they just showed them quickly and then it was like we Wait should go minute. back to Jamaica. <laughs> yeah. We didn't go to Kingston, though. We went to Montego Bay. Yeah, right. We didn't explore a lot of Jamaica when we were there. No, but there was, now that I think about it, there was a very, like, colonial yeah. vibe to yeah. the buildings that were there. Like, yeah. yeah, maybe we just need to watch that movie again. Yeah, maybe. I was just so in awe at everything else Yeah, it was me. kind of like, it was... <laughs> Yeah, the movie was only part of the experience because mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out how to recline the seat. Right, yeah. And there was only one cup holder for the two seats that we were sitting but in, the, which the, was awkward. There was like a huge side table that you could put your stuff on. I know. That, it didn't bother me that much. And then the butter was only more. on the top of the popcorn, too. <laughs> Okay, so next time we go, now we can figure that out. And you have to pay extra for butter, which is insane to me. That was always... Butter, you, didn't pay, you didn't pay extra for butter. Yeah, you did. What? Yeah, you did. A dollar twenty-five. Yeah, always. A dollar twenty-five for butter. Yeah, of course. I remember asking them I to layer, to... La- like layer the butter. Once some in the middle, some on the top. When you were a teen. Yeah. I think times have changed. I paid extra for butter, and then we went to the little table where the napkins and the straws are, and there was this machine that had butter flavoring no like it's, butter it was flavoring. butter seasoning like you could do salt and vinegar or no you didn't chili see like the, garlic. like the pump thing that had butter flavoring 
I don't even know what that is. It's I thought that was the powder. Because no. there used to be the powder at the movie theaters, too. Yeah, like, you like would put that on your popcorn. Sour yeah. Cream and onion. I thought that's what that was. No, it was butter. It was like a liquid you put on the popcorn. We're going to have to go back and assess. I don't know. About I that. would. I, I yeah. love the VIP experience. Yeah. You know the funny thing, too? When I first moved to Vancouver, well, Kelly, you know this, but our viewers don't, listeners. I lived at Fifth and Burrard. Which, a stone's throw away, there was a VIP cinema theater. And never in the three years that I lived there did we go see a movie there. Which is mind-boggling because I was like, how do we not? It's right there. We could walk there. So easy. We could go on Cheap Tuesday. No, never did. But then COVID hit and then we couldn't go. And Is Cheap Tuesday still a thing? I, th- I thought it w- At the time, I thought it was. I don't know if it is now at the VIP but. I'm so far removed from movie, yeah, you haven't... movie culture. Yeah. I don't know how it works It's very anymore. different. And so that was our Valentine's Day at the VIP movie theater with our popcorn, Pop, and Bob Marley Jamaican patties. Yeah, that was a nice little... It was a nice A night. nice little Valentine's it Day. It was, yeah. Okay, so we've talked about Christmas. We've talked about New Year's. We've talked about... Kyle. Kyle's party, <laughs> which should be a national holiday. Uh-huh. We've talked about Valentine's Day. Next, we'll talk about Family Day. So we would be remiss if we did not shout out our families on this Family Day podcast. So personally, I mean, I can speak for both of us, but I'm just going to speak for myself. And then, Jessica, you can speak for yourself. Okay. I There is not a day that goes by where I am not completely 100% grateful for where I come from and who I come from, Mm -hmm. meaning my mom and dad, my brothers and my sister and all of their offspring, (laughs) whether it's a quick catch up chat with mom and dad, um, whether it's our family jamly chat going off with Sarah's kids and Adam's kids turning into grown ass Mm -hmm. adults. Whether it's sharing memes with David, funny memes with David, or something as simple as talking about how a septic system works with Matthew. Yeah. Uh, even though I'm far, I still feel as connected as I could feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm happy about that. Um, would I like to be closer? Probably. More connected, probably, but, you know, for for what we're doing and where we're at, I am completely and wholly grateful for my family and what my family brings to my life and how they help get me to where I am right now, and I would be nothing. I would be a shell of a man <laughs> without my family. And so on this family day weekend... I'm celebrating the Malloys. <laughs> that deserves a slow clap. I don't think I could beat that one. Well, you gotta try. Oh, I gotta try, yeah. Well, I mean, I would say ditto to mine. I mean, I wouldn't be here without him. I'd be dead without him. So, quite literally. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I love my fam. I, I attribute a lot of my business to my mom and watching her growing up and my dad and raising two kids and both working full time and just 
raising my sister and I to be the best version of ourselves that we could be, with little growth on the side, and always keeping us in sports and having us do everything we wanted, and happy, just happy little kids. So, yeah, I... And now I mean, along got, with what you've said about your family, I feel the same about mine. And you've got your date or your weekly phone calls when you're driving out to Langley calling mama. You got your yeah. baby sister. Yeah, I've been texting my sister and... more. Yeah. And trying to call my parents. Sometimes I call my parents and they're not home and they're all busy out doing their things. Rude. <laughs> so social and popular now like I am the one calling them be like hi it's your child call me back <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> so the tables have turned um but yeah so we still communicate tons I mean when I first moved out here I was calling my mom twice a day <laughs> being like what am I doing mm-hmm. so that she was a good support in uh, adjusting me here and yeah I mean they drove across Canada with me to help move me in here so yeah, my family's real important to me. You got a good one. I do have, I have a good say. one. We got good families. I do have a good fam, well, which we are forever grateful for. Well, with that, we will wrap this episode up. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank We're you. Go- Thank you all for being here. We're going to get back on the sort of loosely bi-weekly episode train here yeah. now that we're now that things have settled and we're back into our our groove we've been talking about doing this for a bit <laughs> yeah yeah and maybe maybe we'll get two microphones i don't know maybe but we also did we leave out one important portion maybe we can start the next episode with a connect deck well it's a good sign because sometimes the connect deck is filler like a cheap filler. i don't think so i think we have lots to talk about every time we well, this time we just went rogue. No connect deck. <laughs> oh, no connect deck. Yeah. Well, there was lots to talk about. It was there was. First... And we could have said more, but I feel like it's too far in the past now yeah. to bring that up again. So we will bid you adieu. We will sign off. We'll adios, get out of here. And we're going to have nachos for dinner tonight with a little chili sprinkled on top. It's and our Sunday night ritual now. A little. This will be three or four weeks in a row we've had nachos for dinner. Always homemade chili. And lots of veg on top. We, yeah. make, we make it good. And I'm not about to stop this tradition. Because I <laughs> no. am. Ba ba I'm loving it. <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> okay, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. Love you lots. Happy Family Day. Happy Family Day. Okay, bye. Bye.